slash jazz bar downstairs where I eat my meals and drink my wine when I'm in the mood. And for the last two years plus, I've been in the mood more often than not. That has as much to do with Connie Rumor as it does with the Dixie Randolph Quartet that plays there every night. Connie runs and owns the place. Bella's, named after her mom. She's 38. New York tough, but with a smile that lights up a room and is as beautiful as she is smart. We hit it off from the get-go and make few demands on each other. Neither of us is looking for a family or marriage or a house in the country with a garage full of cars. We just want someone close enough to keep us warm on a cold night, to share a laugh with, a drink, a meal, and best of all, the quiet moments. That's when you know it's working. When you can sit next to someone for hours and not have to say a single word and still come away feeling good about it. That's what it's like for me and Connie. We always come away feeling good about each other. I stay in shape, hit the gym every day. I keep my mind sharp, too. Go through two newspapers a day and a book every week. Connie loves the theater, so we often catch a matinee. Once a week. Broadway or off-Broadway, musical or drama. All the same to me. It's a good life. And the work the NYPD throws my way keeps me in the crime loop. The department has a discretionary fund they use to hire guys like me to work cases they are either too busy to take on or don't see much chance of solving. The pay's good, and I can hire my own crew to help me piece the cases together. And that's how the little girl in the cooler, Angela Maldonado, came to my attention. I sipped the bitter coffee Winston had handed me when I got to the crime scene and looked down at the young girl's silent, cold, decomposed body. I figured her to be about 14 years old when she died and that she knew nothing more than horror and darkness during that time. I'm not a religious man by any means. Hard for any cop to be. But if there's any chance at a heaven... This little girl had more than earned her place because she had already been to hell. She died in the cooler before, I asked Winston, who looked as shaken as I'd ever seen him. We'll know for sure until the M.E. does his end, Winston said. But he's guessing by the position of the body she was probably alive when they put her in the cooler. How alive? We probably will never know. And she's been here how long? Winston shook his head. To look like that? He asked, turning away and gazing up at the housing projects that butted the edge of the parkway. Had to be closer to years than months. He turned to me. You'll take the case? His tone was hopeful, and I knew that this reminder of his own little girl, who died around the same age, was turning the knife in his heart. The reason they were pitching me the case had nothing to do with the department's caseload. I nodded. I'll walk the scene a bit once the lab guys are done, I said. Meantime, see what you have on your end. Phone calls, any unsolved with similar MOs, the works. Leave it with the desk sergeant and let him know I'll be coming by. I'm sorry to be handing off such an ugly one, Winston said, starting to make his way up the sloping hill toward his unmarked. They're all ugly, I said my eyes still on the little girl.
I was on my second glass of Brunello, sitting at my usual back table at Bella's. Poring over the batch of case files Winston had left for me at the station house. It seemed only a teacher at the school had reported Angela missing. From all I had in front of me, Angela was of no interest to anyone else, not even her family. You didn't eat much of your dinner, Connie said, sliding into the chair across from me. Strands of her light brown hair brushing against the sides of her face. Want me to fire the chef? I'll have one of the waiters keep it warm for me, I said. Besides, you can't fire the chef. It would be a violation of his parole. Connie sipped her wine and sat back, glancing at the folders spread out around me. Curious, but not asking. They always toss you the ones they don't want to touch, she said, matter of fact. Not this time, I said. This one's personal to Winston.